Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Rich Mind Podcast. Today, coming to you with a solo episode. One of the questions I ask my guests when I have them on the show is, if you could go back to your 20-year-old self and share with him or her a nugget of wisdom, something that you know now that you wish you would have known then, what would that piece of wisdom be? And today, I want to go into what that answer would be for myself. So hopefully, you'll find some wisdom in the information I'm about to share with you. And if you haven't seen or heard some of those answers from the guests in the past previous episodes, I would recommend you go back and check those out as well. The answers I get are just fantastic. And I think that you could definitely take a lot from them moving forward into your life. So what's that going to be for me? What are, what's my answer to that question? So stick around. Let's jump in the episode and find out. Are you looking for true personal freedom? The freedom to design a life you truly desire? Then you're absolutely in the right place. True personal freedom comes from when you take 100% responsibility and control of your money and your mind. Here, you're going to learn ideas, tips, and wisdom that's gonna help you bridge the gap from where you are now to your dream life in the future. My name is Randy Wilson, and welcome to the Rich Mind Podcast. All right, welcome back. So let's get into answering the question that I ask my guests on. This is one of my favorite things I get to do is to find out some wisdom that they would be willing to share or wish they would have been able to share with their 20-year-old self, knowing now what they wish they would have known then. So I've been pondering this question. Obviously, when I ask it, it makes me think a lot of different things. I go back to when I began my journey and how I wish that I would have known certain things. It's always, you know, that hindsight is 2020 type idea. So today I want to share with you a few quotes, three quotes from the late, great Jim Rohn. He's been a fantastic and huge influence on my life and my family's life uh, from now and, and into the future. So I want to share three quotes. And from those quotes, I want to get into some of the specifics as far as some of the things that I've done based on those quotes that I learned that I, these are the things I wish I would have known back in my 20s, early 20s, and then that it just would have totally changed the trajectory of where I am today. So hopefully you'll find value in this message, and there'll be some action steps. There'll be some things actually you can take and apply into your life if this resonates with you at all. So let's dive in. So the first quote that I heard from Jim back a long time ago, this comes from the Challenge to Succeed audio program. This is one of the first programs I learned of Jim and I've listened to and re-listened to it over and over and over. I would highly recommend if you have an opportunity to get your hands on a copy, that would be fantastic. But one of the things he said within this message, and you, you'll hear this throughout different messages as well, as far as him um, giving these addresses to different audiences, but what he said that if you want to have more, you must first become more. And in order to become more, you must work harder on yourself than you do your job. You'll notice that that is actually the same. I use that same quote as the ending of the podcast. And it's because that quote itself is so powerful that if you catch the past, catch the idea that if you work harder on yourself, meaning your own beliefs, your own skill levels, you will then become more. And when you become more, you can obviously then begin to have more. So let's move on to the second quote from Jim. 
and then we'll get into some of the details of some of the things that I've done moving forward with this information. The second one is formal education will make you a living. Self-education will make you a fortune. When I heard that for the first time, it was like it really made me stop and think. And what he means by that is the normal life of K through 12 and then obviously into our college years is what would be considered formal education. It's the self-education is what you do after you leave school, the things you dive in, the skills that you acquire, your abilities to then talk to and perform activities out in the marketplace. That's what he's talking about. That self-education is the key piece that's going to help you create and generate a fortune versus just making a living. And the third quote that I want to share with you today, back from, as I mentioned, from Jim Rohn, was that we need to focus on becoming an attractive person. So what that means is, is that you will attract the right people. You will attract the right opportunities. You will attract the money. You will attract all the things that you desire if you become an attractive person. And he's not necessarily talking about from looks, your looks. He's talking about your skills, your ability to communicate. Some of the things that we're going to talk about in this episode here in just a few minutes, but I just wanted to get that idea out there as well, that we become attractive to the marketplace or to whatever else environment, what other environment we are in. And by doing that, that's where success comes from, from becoming attractive. So from those three quotes, we'll get into some of the things that I have decided to do for myself. So that self-education piece, which was the quote, part of the second quote that I mentioned, was so important for me that I decided that I needed to figure out different skills. It was the amount of skills that I had that were valuable in the marketplace. He always talks about creating value in the marketplace, and that's where money comes from. It comes from sales, and sales are derived from creating value in the marketplace. So some of the valuable skills Here's what I want to dig in and share with some of the things that I've done. Now, I'm not saying that these are all that I've done, but these are probably the most high-level things that this is where I first got started in my journey when I started learning this content from Jim. And these are the things that I wish I would have known earlier would have saved me a ton of time as far as digging in and figuring out what I needed to learn. These are in no particular order. These are just how I wrote them down on uh, my notes here that I'm reading from today. So hopefully, once again, you will find value in that. So the first valuable skill that I wanted to acquire is copywriting. So you may or may not be even uh, familiar with what that term means. I wasn't when I first got started. So copywriting is your ability to communicate in the written form or in a verbal communication. It's basically communication. And you're doing that in a persuasive way. You're doing it in a particular way. And there are ways of doing it through different copywriting courses, copywriting classes. There are expert copywriters. A lot of the advertisements that we see on a daily basis are written by expert copywriters that craft a message in a particular way that really hits home with whatever message they're trying to convey. I knew that if I wanted to ever get good at delivering a message, selling a product, I had to get very good at copywriting. So that's why I want to, wanted to dive into that. And that was one of the first skills that I dove into right away. So I quickly did a quick search and you can dig, dig into some different copywriting courses. Uh, Coursera.org offers some copy, copywriting courses. And then Udemy also.com is also a place where you can go and get some copywriting classes. 
I dove into a lot of books, a lot of audio programs. I don't have specific titles off the top of my head right now, but at the same time, yeah, anything Frank Kern would be a great place to go to learn from. He was someone that I uh, follow and followed when it, in terms of being able to uh, perform and do great copywriting. So that would definitely be a skill you definitely want to acquire. The second piece was that I knew I needed and wanted to, to, to create content. So when this idea first came to me was prior to a lot of the things that we take for granted as far as the internet. The internet was just starting to uh, catch its stride. YouTube was a very new thing even back then. This was probably around 2007, 8, 9, maybe even in 2010. These things were out, but they were relatively new. So the camera that I was using, the computer that I was using, it would just, it was very difficult. And today with the pieces of software that are available, the cameras and the quality that are available, content is very simple to do today compared to yesterday or compared to the way it was before. And now with the advent of AI tools, I would argue that it's even more simple than it was even just a few short years ago. So those would be the things that I would suggest that you get into or think about in terms of content creation. I wrote down a few of the hardware pieces, the things the physically that I use to create my content. And then hopefully maybe that will uh, help you as well. I currently use just a MacBook Pro, just a laptop is the computer that I record everything on. I have a 4K streaming camera, that, which is what you're, if you're watching this on video, that's exactly what I use, any other content that I do as well. I don't spend thousands of dollars on these pieces of equipment. Now the, the computer, the MacBook is a little expensive as far as it is a few thousand, but I'll tell you that the quality is, it's been a fantastic little computer, but you can also use a PC also. But the 4K camera, I don't have a thousand dollar, I hundred dollars, maybe a couple hundred dollars is all I spent on this little camera. It attaches to the top of my laptop and it does the job. It does a great job. Really happy with it. I also have a USB plug-in microphone, which is what you're hearing me through. This quality, right? It's once again, it's not something I've spent thousands of dollars on, but that's something that I've spent hundreds of dollars on. And the quality that I get from this little microphone has been fantastic. You just want to make sure that it will plug into whatever computer that you are using. I store everything in Google Drive. Uh, that It's very simple. It's relatively very inexpensive as far as the amount of digital space that in the cloud storage that you have to share your content with, with storage, sharing it with other people, you know, your files, if you're going to create video at all, the file sizes are very large, which is fine as long as you have places to store them, right? So I store them in a Google Drive and then I download them as I need them, uh, which is just makes it so much easier. And as far as a piece of software that I use, this video that I'm shooting on today is on StreamYard. It's uh, something you I've just recently started using and I really appreciate the quality. The video is very good. The audio is very good. You can also use Zoom. Zoom was something I used in the very beginning of creating this podcast, and it's fine. Uh, but at the same time, I would say the quality is just a little bit better on StreamYard. But Zoom, StreamYard, there's other different platforms out there as well. But you just want to make sure you have a place to record your content on. So those were the content creation pieces, a few notes that I wanted to share. So then the content distribution, right? So you'll have the content. You'll create the videos, the audios. How do you get them distributed throughout the web, right? The idea is you want to kind of show up everywhere and all places and different formats 
And that's the beauty. I love shooting video in this form. And it can be chopped up, used in multiple different ways. You can create audio files, short clips. It's just an amazing thing how much, once again, how easy it is relative to what it used to be to create uh, content these days versus how it was before. So some of the content distribution, I just wanted to mention that to you real quick. All the social channels, and that might be obvious, but it's it's everything. It's from TikTok to YouTube to Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, you name it right? Each one has different ways, meaning the vertical images or the vertical videos versus the horizontal videos, which I'll share with you in just a minute, a piece of software that you can use that will help you create even those uh, vertical videos, which I found, which has been a huge help in building out and creating the content for myself in my channel. Podbean is what I use to distribute my podcast. I know there are a lot of different podcast hosting platforms and Podbean was introduced to me. And that's one after doing a little research, that's the one I went with and I haven't had any issues with it whatsoever. It's been a great experience. And that would be one I would recommend that you try at least check out if you're even interested in creating a audio podcast. Now to distribute the files all over the internet, I use a software called hero post. HeroPost.ai is something that I use. And I've recently just been using this, I would say in the last month or so. And it's been really great as well. So one issue that you'll have is if you're creating content for multiple channels, a lot of times it's the same pieces of content or it's different versions of it, but you need to distribute it to the different social channels. And it can be very time consuming to, to do each one individually. HeroPost will help you do each one basically just once. You just upload it and then you tell it to, to publish to the different platforms at whatever time. You schedule what time it, it goes out. It can be in the middle of the night. It can be first thing in the morning, in the evening, whatever's best. So Hero Post has been a great little piece of uh, software that I've included into my program as far as getting, to, getting content uh, distribution. And I mentioned, so we're shooting this video currently if you're watching this on video, in a, a horizontal view of the video itself. And the TikTok style or the Reels style is in that vertical format. And so video.ai is a software, an AI software that I found and that I use that will take my horizontal video and chop it up into small little clips in that vertical format that then can get distributed into the TikTok, into the Reels on Instagram, on Facebook. Um, you can use it in so many different ways. It's just a really cool little tool that I found over in the last, probably last two or three months that has really sped up my ability to create content, right? Get the pieces done, but then also get them done in a high quality way also, which is just really, really great. So video.ai and it's spelled V-I-D-Y-O.ai. So definitely check them out as well. So these are the skills so far. And so the number one skill that I wanted to hone in on as we wrap up this episode today was that the skill of sales. As I mentioned earlier in the beginning part of this podcast, one thing that I struggled with personally was the idea of thinking that sales was a bad thing, meaning it wasn't, it never felt good. It didn't, it just honestly, it just felt kind of icky, right? It just didn't feel good anytime you had a sales conversation with somebody so I would like to challenge you on that today. And I challenge myself with this all the time. And so if you want 
more money, more income. If, if you want to get away from trading your time for dollars, you need to learn how to sell a product or a service in the marketplace. And that's a lot what Jim would, would talk about in his programs. And that's obviously what I've tried to implement within my business and businesses is the ability to sell a high quality product, a high quality service that the marketplace desires. And realize and remember that when you're selling, selling is you're doing it for someone. You're not doing it to someone. That was when I first heard that little pivot, little change, that blew my mind. That was something that I never really even thought about it, is you're doing it to solve a person's problem. You're not doing it to them, which when I started to replay that in my mind and really think about that, I really was able to flip it, that sales was a good thing and make it a positive and not a negative. As I mentioned, you're solving a person's problem. So think about all the problems that are out there in, in today's environment, in today's world. And some of the high level things that I've mentioned that I wanted to write down as an example here to just share with you is, is weight loss. The industry of weight loss is a tremendous industry. And the reason why is folks are struggling with their weight 20, 24, 7, 365. And because of that, there's a tremendous demand. And because of that, there is a lot of opportunity for you to create or have products or services that solve that problem. That's what you need to be thinking of. What problem can you solve in the marketplace with your product or service and then offer that at a fair price that's going to 100% solve that problem? And if you do that and focus on that as much as you possibly can, that's when a transaction takes place called a sale. And when a sale happens, that's when more dollars or more money will come into your environment or into your life. That's how you're going to get wealthy, okay? Not trading time for dollars. So one part of the sales process too, I mentioned earlier in the in this conversation about copywriting. So these AI tools are very valuable in the matter of they can help you if you're struggling with some ideas, struggling with some of the copywriting ideas. AI can definitely help you in that process. It can definitely speed up the learning curve when it comes to copywriting and persuasion. So I would highly recommend that it would be very valuable for you and potentially very valuable for your future customers to learn how to utilize these AI tools in your business and then help these other business owners as well implement them. If you can do that, which is exactly what I'm trying to do right now, I'm trying to dive into the different AI tools, figure out how I can use them in my businesses. And then I hope to at some point share them with others and help solve some of their problems, help them learn, which will be another business that I'm able to start um, relatively uh, simply and relatively quickly. So the idea, though, is I'm going to be solving a problem, and you can do that a lot of times with this these AI tools, and I would highly recommend you start going down that rabbit trail and learning what those are. So folks, hopefully you found value in this message today. I just wanted to dive in, and the question that I asked my guests, that if you could go back to your 20-year-old self and a nugget of wisdom you wish you would have known then that you know now, I just love that question. And I wanted to go in the idea that today it's about skills. You need to develop skills that are valuable in the marketplace. Jim Rohn is the one that plugged those ideas into my mind, which then allowed me then to start going down the rabbit trails of the things that some of the things I've discussed today. This isn't the only list, but this is a good starting place if you have, are just beginning your ideas of trying to become valuable in the marketplace and provide a valuable product or service to as many people as you possibly can. And that's kind of what it's all about. So go out there, have a fantastic day. And I look forward to coming back to you with another message very soon. Until then.
Bye now. Thank you for joining me on the Rich Mind Podcast. I hope you found a ton of value in this episode. If so, I'd really appreciate a five-star review. And you can also share it with your family and friends. And as my mentor Jim Roden shared with me, in order to have more, you must first become more. And in order to become more, you must work harder on yourself than you do on your job. So go out there today and work harder on yourself to become more and build the life of your dreams. Until next time, my friends. Thank you.